I speak to you in the name of our one God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Jack Crowley is a brother at the Society of St. James the Evangelist, a group of Episcopal monks in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and he tells his healing story in a recent issue of the monastery's publication. He used to stutter very badly. He recalls a moment in math class in third grade when the teacher asked the children to give their answers to the homework questions out loud. She was going around the room systematically, so Jack figured out which answer he would have to give. He sat there practicing and practicing the number 11 over and over in his mind while the other children answered. And when his turn came, he was all ready, but nothing came out. He froze completely. He had no answer to give. After a long pause, he walked up to his teacher and showed her his piece of paper with the number 11 circled, which she said out loud with ease. He sat back down in humiliation while the class stared at him in confusion and some amusement. Now, Jack began speech therapy around that time, and he only did it during the school year, and it helped some, but it was in the summers when he read the Bible out loud that he began to heal. He used to pick up one of his family's Bibles and he said he felt safer just holding it, having it in his hands. When he started reading the Bible out loud, he would pretend that he was reading to Jesus. He pretended he was reading to Jesus. He imagined Jesus sitting right there on the tree stump with him or on the front porch. Jesus was sitting there listening intently in those moments. And Jack would get into a good rhythm when he read, imagined he was reading to Jesus, reading out of the Bible. He would get into a good rhythm and his stutter would be completely gone. He felt confident and capable. He felt seen and heard. He felt free. And it was in those intimate summer evenings with Jesus that Jack began to heal from the humiliation and belittlement of others and the self-doubt that plagued him. And eventually his stutter lessened over time, and today he says you'd never guess that he'd ever had one. Our gospel story today is also a healing story. In this woman, in this story, a woman has been crippled by a bent spine for 18 years. She cannot look up at the sky, she can't look you in the eye, she can see only the ground before her. Now this is not one of those healing stories when Jesus asks, what can I do for you? Rather, he initiates the healing. He speaks to her first. It's also not one of those healing stories where friends and family bring her to Jesus for healing. Again, it's Jesus who notices her first and calls her over. It's like she and her community have gotten so used to her physical ailment that they and she can no longer see her as one to be healed. But Jesus knows she can and will be healed. Now when Jesus initiates the healing, he doesn't use just his voice. We know he can heal on command, that happens in other miracles. Here he does two things, he says you are set free from your ailment and he lays his hands on her, which is the moment that she stands up straight and begins to praise God. 
The laying on of hands is important because it's a sign of intimacy with Jesus. Even more, it reminds the crowd that this woman, who would have been otherwise shunned, is a full member of the community. It reminds everyone that Jesus is more powerful than that evil spirit that is binding her. She is set free, the text says, unbound and liberated physically and spiritually, and with this touch, also socially. Like Jack, it is through this intimate experience with Jesus that she finds true healing. But not everyone is pleased about the healing of this woman. She's healed in the synagogue on a Sabbath, and the synagogue leader makes clear that he thinks Jesus is violating the Sabbath restrictions on work. The Sabbath has two origin stories. One is in the creation story when Jesus rests on the seventh day, and the second is in the book of Exodus when God promises, and yes, commands, a day of rest to the formerly enslaved Israelites who never ever had the chance to rest until they were free. This second story of Sabbath is at the heart of God's covenant with the Israelites, and the synagogue leaguer seeks to uphold the Israelite side of the bargain and to honor God on the Sabbath by adhering to the rules. With this healing, though, Jesus reminds the synagogue leader and all of us that God's healing is as much about God's honor and rest for this woman as any faithful observance of the Sabbath. Likewise, God's healing is as much about freedom from bondage as the covenant with God that the Israelites first established when it, God first established the Sabbath work restrictions. Notice how this story never tells us why this woman is in the synagogue. To pray? To worship God? To ask for alms from passers-by? Whatever the reason, she has intentionally put herself in this sacred space on this day. She is in a sacred space where Jews went to meet God in worship, and indeed, God in Jesus shows up to her in person in that day. Today, you sit here in this sacred space, in this sanctuary. I've heard countless stories from you about how this is a healing place for you. You come to St. B's and find something in the worship that touches you, something that begins your healing process, whether it's the music or the Eucharist or the voices of prayer all around you. You have told me that God heals here. Maybe you are weary from the world Maybe you are healing from a hard relationship, an upsetting church experience, a physical ailment, or a crisis of faith. In all cases, you have found intimacy with Jesus here in this sacred space. Like the woman in the gospel, you may not know you need to be healed and set free from what ails you. Yet Jesus knows you can and will be healed, and it can happen here. And like the woman and like Jack, your relationship with Jesus is strengthened because of the struggle and then eventually from the freedom from the struggle. What also makes St. B's a sacred space is that we are in community together as followers of Jesus. And this is where the physical touch comes into play. Jesus reaches out to the woman to heal her isolation from the crowd and to show her and others that indeed she is one of them. 
And we have this opportunity in our service to reach out to others here. It's at the peace, when we shake hands or give a hug. And while COVID stopped this for a moment, its importance cannot be overstated. By shaking hands with one another, you are saying to each other, you belong here. We belong here. And there is healing power in these very brief acts of intimacy. It is God's power, and it echoes the power of Jesus's, in Jesus' act when he touches the woman to heal her today in today's story. Whenever I hear your stories about healing here at St. Bees, I hear surprise. I hear surprise that God found you, that Jesus spoke to you, that the community welcomed you here in this place on Sunday mornings. But why? Why the surprise? Because you came to this sacred place. You put yourself in God's presence in our worship. You hear scriptures, you pray silently and in community, and you exchange the peace and feel like you belong. And when you do all that, get ready for something will happen. God in Jesus will act and will heal you even if you don't think you need it. Maybe not today, maybe it's next week, but it will come. For both the woman and Jack chose to put themselves in God's presence. She chose to be in the synagogue and he chose to read scripture with Jesus sitting by him. If the woman had stayed home on the Sabbath, we'd have a different story. Likewise, if you'd stayed home instead of coming to St. B's on your Sabbath, you too would have a different story. Now, observing the, a full Sabbath is hard, and some days even getting yourself to St. B's is hard, and I get that. The work week doesn't really end on Fridays, children's soccer games happen all weekend, and older parents need urgent errands run for them at less con than convenient times, and our to-do lists just keep getting longer. I know, I know, trust me, I do. But as we return from our summer vacations to our regular routines, I encourage you to be intentional. I encourage you to choose to be in God's presence on Sundays at St. B's, to choose to come here on your Sabbath for Sabbath rest and to honor God, and to choose to open yourself up to the possibility of God's healing power to come to you in the presence of Christ and one another here in this sacred space. For one day, God in Christ will act, and you will finally know that you are free.